Welcome back. This is episode five of the Peripatetic Podcast. To start with, just want to remind people that you can rate and review the show and spread the word as much as you want. We just crossed 100 plays, so it's really small. Obviously, I probably know every single person that's listening to this right now. So feel free to dialogue with me about anything that I talk about. If you want to send me an email, you probably have my personal cell phone and email address. But I also have set up an email, peripateticpodcast at pm.me. That's peripatetic podcast one word, at pm.me. So if you want to offer any advice, anything you want to hear me talk about, anything you want to hear me do better, please uh, send me an email and love to hear from you. Another tip is if you're like me, you listen to uncountable hours of podcasts per month. Personally, I listen while I'm driving, while I'm walking my dog, while I'm washing the dishes, at every available moment, I'm listening to podcasts. So something that some people might not practice is listening to podcasts at greater than normal speed. So I know on my app, I can do 1.1x, 1.2x, 1.5x, and so on to listen to the podcasts faster. And to me, there's no loss of comprehension up to 1.5x or so, and I can still understand everything and get through a lot more content. So, And on top of that, for me as a podcaster, I know that I speak slowly, so maybe that'll help make this podcast better to listen to anyways, to listen to me at a faster pace. So bit of an update on the traveling. My ear is still messed up as of recording this on February 1st. And it's been incredibly frustrating because this is going on three weeks now. Basically, came out here for five weeks of diving and I've only done one week of diving so far. So I'm way behind where I thought I'd be. I thought I'd be at like 40 or 50 dives by now. I'm at seven. So... This has been the first time in my life where I've been missing out on activities because of an injury or a sickness. I could probably count with one hand the number of days of school I've missed in my life, the number of times I missed training events or work-related activities due to an injury. Like, I just, I never have. I think the last time I was sick in any meaningful way was probably nine or ten years ago when I had food poison, like a a minor case of food poisoning in college. Like, so this is really unusual for me and it's been humbling, but frustrating. I've been having to fill the time with other things, which brings me to my next thing, next talking point, which is um, in the last month, in the month of January, I read three great books while I was, not diving. And I'm going to talk about those in order of impact. So first, the first one was The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, which I'll sum up with one line that is the power of big, audacious goals and projects 
the upside of big audacious goals and projects outweighs the downside of thinking small, small goals, small projects. So it's a good book. I recommend it. It was written in the 50s or 60s, so it's fairly old. The second book was Skin in the Game by Nassim Taleb. And this was an extremely important book, in my opinion. It's about the importance of basically personal sacrifice for success, for respect, for trust in society. That to, to get into each of those, that to be successful, you have to completely throw yourself into whatever you're doing to be really successful on a big level. And then for trust, you have to be, you have to have skin in the game. You have to be invested in something that you're selling. There has to be a downside for you as well as for the customer um, in order for, for example, you shouldn't trust a salesman who has nothing to lose if he sells you a bad product. Someone who has, an example of someone who has extreme skin in the game is a pilot. A pilot is going to do the very best job they can do because if they fail, they crash the plane. Not only does the customer die, they die. Whereas take a, take a consultant, on the other hand, a consultant who has nothing to lose by giving bad advice or advice that causes the failure of the business. So always be looking at what skin in the game does the other person have. And he goes on to discuss how, as a society, we really value and respect entrepreneurs and people who sacrifice themselves for a goal or sacrifice their assets for a goal. And then on the other hand, we despise bureaucrats. We despise people who their failures don't lead to penalties for them. So yeah, really interesting book and it's sort of a theme that I've been thinking about anyways on my own and I highly recommend it. It's a great read. The third book that I read, and this was the most important of them all, and I'll try to keep this apolitical. So it was Permanent Record, the book by the memoirs by Edward Snowden. And whether you consider him a traitor or a patriot, you have to admit that he did something unbelievably courageous. And the book details, it's, it's one part biography and actually, no, it's completely a biography. It, it starts from his early life, goes through his very brief army career into his early days at the uh, intelligence community. He worked his way up through the intelligence community into the NSA. He goes into the decision to be a whistleblower and his attempts to bring things up through the appropriate chain of command, but all his his attempts were ignored. And so he ultimately resorted to what he ended up doing, which was to release all these documents to journalists. And like I said, it was unbelievably, whether you think he's a traitor or a patriot, he had personal convictions that he literally gave up his life for as he, he, I mean, 
he didn't die, but he, he's still alive in Russia. But he gave up. He's never going to be able to enter the U.S. again. And he gave up his personal relationships. He couldn't see his family. Didn't even tell his girlfriend about all this. And he released these documents. So anyways, I won't say too much more about that, but it's an incredibly fascinating story and a profile in courage. And I'm going to end with a quote. I'm going to end this book summary with a quote from the book. So he says, Ultimately, saying that you don't care about privacy because you have nothing to hide is no different from saying you don't care about freedom of speech because you have nothing to say, or that you don't care about freedom of the press because you don't like to read, or that you don't care about freedom of religion because you don't believe in God, or that you don't care about the freedom to peaceably assemble because you're a lazy, antisocial agoraphobe. Just because this or that freedom might not have meaning to you today doesn't mean that it doesn't or won't have meaning tomorrow to you or to your neighbor or to the crowds of principled dissidents I was following on my phone who were protesting halfway across the planet, hoping to gain just a fraction of the freedoms that my country was busily dismantling. So that's Permanent Record by Edward Snowden. This episode's been a little off track from the usual travel theme so i'm going to bring it back with what i call the vulnerable versus comfortable tourist phenomenon and this is something i've noticed when i arrive to a city for the first time and i just get bombarded by the salesman like i'm stepping off the ferry stepping out of a taxi stepping out of the airport for the first time and every salesman's trying to sell me these bracelets trying to sell me a tour trying to sell me you know, whatever little knickknacks they have. And that just seems, it seems like for the first couple days, I'm just bombarded with those. But the same thing a few months later, like, or for example, here in Cosmo, I've been here a couple weeks, step off the ferry, and everyone ignores me. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's body language or maybe maybe it's just the way the speed I'm walking maybe I'm looking around but there's something that the salesmen pick up on where they don't bother me when they can tell I'm comfortable in a place I don't know if this is just me or if this is something that happens to everyone but it just and you know I'm not dressed any differently I'm not even even if I don't have or let's say I have a backpack in both times so it's obvious I'm a tourist but for some reason, maybe, maybe it's as simple as the salesman recognizing me. But um, yeah, that's just something interesting I've noticed. So anyways, I'm going to wrap up here. My next podcast will be from Southeast Asia. So a week from today, I will probably be on an airplane about to land in Ho Chi Minh City. So I may not have a podcast on the normal timeline maybe a day or two late but big changes coming up talk soon